Is your local business missing that little extra oomph? What if I told you your message could reach thousands of sports fans all across the Columbus area, including the ones that listen to this station? Partner up with Ignite Sports and the Columbus River Dragons for the 2022-23 season and watch your big idea become the next big thing in Columbus. For partnership details and to speak to a representative, call 706-507-4625. That's 706-507-4625. You love and support your local sports teams. Now let your local sports teams support you. Partner with the River Dragons this hockey season hello everyone welcome to another episode of two minutes roughing uh of course you'll notice this is out on a thursday this is not out on a normal friday uh, we have decided that uh, when there's sphl games on a thursday we're going to record this and a day early we are going to put this out there so you guys have a full uh, kind of uh, advanced look into the week and uh, by God, there's a lot of SPHL games uh, starting tomorrow, of course, with Huntsville uh, versus uh, Pensacola, which you guys, of course, when you hear this, it will be uh, the 20th, which is opening day. But for uh, us recording, it is the ni- or ni- uh, the 19th. So a, a lot of uh, a lot of saying uh, same letters, uh, you know, condescending words. I'm also very tired. It's a little late for me, uh, but we're going to go and get through this. And we're going to give you an, our an SPHL predictions, uh, Vermilion County lawsuit stuff. And, uh, of course, uh, there's some stuff with Atlanta we've got to talk about. Uh, but I know you guys have missed him, uh, the original co-host, the one who has been here since the very beginning. Mark, welcome back after your little absence. Yeah, I'm back, people. Uh, yeah, no, I needed to take a, a kind of self-sabbatical for like a month. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was a lot of things going on. IRL, I had a vacation, I went down south, I survived the south, and now I'm back up in Peoria, so it's good to be back. Yeah, by the way, uh, do you want me to say where you were? Or I know, I was down in uh, Chattanooga. Down yeah, you, you were complaining about the traffic. I don't, I, like, I, okay. No, no, Maybe. okay, no, you know what, no, I will gladly dedicate a little portion of this. Never take I-24 towards Chattanooga. Slander. I twenty four is the like most traffic free stretch of interstate. No, it is on. not. When I yes, went it down is. There, we were at a standstill. We were at yeah a because standstill. you picked a bad time. It's usually really good. Our car started to break down, overheat because there was a broken fan, and the stopping and going, the stopping and going, was really heating up the engine. We had to pull over multiple times, and even the back, even the alternate routes. We're jammed up. Okay, look, you just had a bad day with I-24. That does not mean Chattanooga has bad traffic. It, so, no, but here's the thing, though. That's my first time going through there. I've been through Chicago multiple times. St. Louis. Like, I've been I've been to multiple, multiple, Nashville. Nashville. I went through Nashville there and back, and that was the worst traffic. That was the worst traffic. What, what, what caused it? Was there like an accident or something no, like that? No, it was just bad. No, the no. Only thing, the only thing that we could think of, the only thing that we could think of is it kind of got better when we got past where you would go into, like, leaving and going into... Uh, downtown Chattanooga? No, no, not downtown Chattanooga. Uh, Lookout Mountain. Oh. That's the only spot where it started to actually get better. It was after that spot. I mean, that's not like a tricky exit. So I, I think there was something that like, cleaned up as we got there. The thing is, though, 
before, like before that point, backed up. They would have there was a low there's every once in a while there would be an increase in movement, but then it would just go right back to standstill. It was yeah, that, that's 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 uh, that's a traffic accident. Then something. No, happened. there was nothing. There was nothing. Dude, in Tennessee, like they have like their own little cleanup crew. Like they they make fair, it fast. Do you know what though? To be fair, that little piece of like I twenty four goes through Tennessee, then into Georgia a little bit, then back into Tennessee. Yeah, it, it's super. It, it's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. All, Ch- all Chattanooga and like um uh like that. You know, there's like a giant fight for between Georgia and Tennessee about that, right? <laughs> I, I know. I can believe that. No, so it's like it's like it's like it, no, it dates back to like the 1800s. Like it's it's huge. Like there's a lot of evidence pointing like how like Georgia it should probably Chattanooga should probably be in Georgia, but it's not. And it's like it's like super like wacky. It's a lot of fun if you go back and oh, look geez. at it. Yeah. Well, well, you know, speaking of Georgia, uh, down in Atlanta earlier this week, there was an ownership change, and this will have an interesting ripple effect into the future into the future of honestly quite a few things in minor pro hockey uh the atlanta gladiators of the east hl just got new local owners one of them being anson carter of nhl fame um from what i understand the old owners are not ever going to get an echl team again uh there's some bad blood there and honestly given what we thought was going to happen with atlanta Atlanta's probably not going to be moving anytime soon. And thus, that would absolutely cause no AHL Atlanta, like we thought previously. And that will likely mean no ECHL Athens either. Like, I can't see a scenario where both Athens and Atlanta are in the same league. Yeah, I think that, you know, with that ownership change, it sounds like probably things kind of, Happened and you know the allowed the new group of two people, Anson Carter and I forget the other guy's name. Uh, uh, he he's a part. He's a minority owner in the Williamsport Crosscutters. Oh, oh yeah, the baseball team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, allow allowed them to kind of swoop in and uh, take care uh, and get and getting this uh, ownership deal uh, going. Yeah, it does. It does kind of leave the the. There was a rumor for a while that ECHL was going to Athens. Um, I think this does leave Athens open uh, for the Fed or the SPHL. This, uh, yeah, Athens is going to be a new, uh, new Biloxi. First, yeah. Yep, yep. First come, first serve. In my opinion, they, and honestly, I could see a scenario like here's the thing: the Fed has already kind of made a little bit of a footprint in Athens, given previous games there. Yeah, well, no, that's where the entire story. They they did play one game there. They were going to play an, another. This was in 2020. This was before COVID hit, though. Is it going to be f- early February? I want to say they decided not to play that second game ever. So yeah. I don't know if things have changed since then or what. But uh, that's something to kind of uh, take note of. Yeah. So and with that new arena, I'm sure they would rather have as high hockey as possible too. So that could be a chance for the SP to, to swoop in as well. The issue like, is though, I, I again, uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this about the SP. I feel like the SP has been kind of slow on getting new on expansion recently. Um, everyone, there's I talk to people about that. Everyone has their own little theories. I'm not going to dwell into them, but uh, this feels like ripe for the Fed. 
you have Columbus, you have Winston Salem. The the that would be like create a little triangle right there. It would be perfect. Uh, I mean, I I think I think the Fed's going to get Athens. I think I I, I think it's going to be uh, one of those. I like I can definitely see that happening, but I mean, again, it's a, the the main thing that I'm kind of like stuck on is it's a new like a brand new arena. Will yeah. a brand new arena want Fed? Um, if they show them Columbus's numbers, hundred percent. That's the thing, though. You are not going to get. I'm sorry, but you are not going to get Columbus numbers in Athens. I think if if this is a, if it's another ignite team, hundred percent they're going to get Columbus numbers. And, it, and I'm going to bring up another suburb team, a suburb area that's getting a new arena that is pointing towards the SP. And I went through this town too when going on my trip, Clarksville. Yeah, like I could see them doing a Clarksville thing as well. Uh, I, I mean. If you're talking about going SP, uh, I, I doubt it. I think that's uh, – the, the issue is, you know, with Clarksville, you, you have it, you know, right there you're in the same state. I mean, the Fed has no team in Tennessee. You have an SPHL team. Well, I mean, SPHL also current – and actually, you know what, no. Ooh, oh, oh, I just thought of something. Ooh. Well, I'll say – well, okay, so we have – in SP, in like that general area, we have Macon and we have Fayetteville. Yeah. So, I mean, but I kept saying, you know, expansion, we never think about relocation. And I'm going thinking- to get some flack for this. I'm going to get some flack for this in the comments. I know I am. But, I mean, if I am Athens, I'm looking at Macon. And they could make okay. No, 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 no. I'm gonna shut this down real quick. Uh, Macon is not unless something happens where like the arena falls apart. I doubt they relocate. I his thing though, I could see them licking their chops because they could easily buy up Macon. That's my main thing. Eat buy up, yeah, but I don't think new ownerships want to go ex- exactly leave the market at the moment. But the thing is though, like if you're an Athens ownership group and you're buying up. Making you're not going to just keep the team of making you're going to move them to that new arena in Athens. They, making just sold. They like they have brand new owners right now. They're not unless they like really want to flip the team like right now. I mean, like, they, after you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, but like I highly doubt that. That's the issue. Yeah, no, I, I, I Mark, no, that's wild. No, that's not going to well, happen. Okay, but here's the thing. How about this? The SP needs Athens. It's, that's the main point I'm trying to get at. They need Athens. That gives them uh, close by to the Atlanta market. That gives them close by to the Atlanta market. And then I want to say way. you're right on that, but I'm just like, the issue is the SP has been slow on the gun. Like, well, no, I'm not I, disagreeing with you there, but I'm still saying the SP needs Athens. That, the issue that would is, give I, them, that would give I th- them the I think, Atlanta market. I think this is a prime Fed market. I think you're going to have – I think you, you have already an ownership group with Ignite – that's. I'm not going to say like I've, I've been told this, but I would think that they are willing to go ahead and maybe look for a, a second uh, Fed team to kind of maybe help with Columbus. It would help with Biloxi and it would help with a potential Baton Rouge team uh, in the Fed. And see, so and see that is an advantage that the Fed has over the SP is that they allow. Well, I guess the SP. I'm not sure what the SP currently does 
anymore. But the Fed allows for owners to have multiple teams. Well, to be fair, um, from my understanding, kind of with the SPHL, like there's multiple, uh, uh, Venue Works owns kind of a couple teams through. And the thing is, like, I I was thinking about, like, Pure and Bloomington first season were both owned by the same entity, too. Yeah. So it's not impossible, but it's like it's far less likely, but I could definitely see maybe a scenario with that, but it's far more likely for that to happen with the Fed than the SP. Yeah, I, I don't look. I I think I I think we're probably going to see. I, I'm probably going to get some flack from Scott for this. I think we're going to see Night Sports Athens team in the Fed, maybe not next year, but very soon. Because uh, uh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like. Like, they're not just going to build that arena and then not – like, they've been hyping up hockey in that arena. Well, plus also the the, um, the University of Georgia's club team gets it's crazy support because of how well, yes, but I mean, is, you're not so. just going to want just the club team, especially since they've already been, like, hyping up ECHL, and right now they probably won't be getting ECHL. Yeah, that's so just kind to, of – So they need to, like, get something for pro hockey. I 100% agree. It's just I think I think the Fed's probably the best choice out of the and well let me not, let me let me take that back. It's not the best choice. It is the most likely uh, choice that of what you're going to get uh, if, if you look at Athens and you look at what's available um, and even you compare the Columbus numbers and the Megan numbers. I mean, you think the arena's not going to think well this one league tries to claim to be better than the other and yet. Uh, the other team has better attendance than this other team uh, that's in the better league, supposedly. So, you know, let's kind of go with the other. So that's just one thing also that you can kind of look at. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Although speaking of teams with uh, shaky ownerships and uh, interesting arena situations, Uh, let's travel back up north. Uh, All right. Vermillion County. Um, Lawsuit, of course, last week's episode, uh, that was basically dedicated to the entire thing. It was our longest one yet, a little over an hour. It was basically me uh, (laughs) dragging Chris uh, through a legal adventure of reading a court document and having so much fun with it. Um, (laughs) Mark, you probably would have hated it if you were here. Um, Oh, no, no, I probably would have been. I would have been interested. I would have been like, oh, geez, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, have you read the entire thing? I, I, I I've read most. Know. I've read most of it. I've read most. Okay. Of it. Well, did you at least see the pictures of the tarps? Uh, oh, I knew list? about that. I've known about that. The, the, yeah, I've known about that also. Like we talked about that, but like, did you see the pictures? Yes. Okay, so you saw the evidence pictures. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then you saw how bad those things looked. It was crazy. Yes. The, yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. That's how I knew about it because I saw the picture. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like Mark's another person. Like we can talk about how like this thing has been such in the can. Like when it, when the lawsuit. Like when Mark, when did you really get the idea? Like something like it wasn't. It was like not exactly just the teams having some issues. And oh Daniel, god, this like, was months ago, and like I didn't know. I got the idea in like February, and then like yeah, that's when I, I, I got like out. March. I got like, yeah. I think I think we got very similar. I think I got a little bit ahead of you, and I might have told you. And then yeah, I think that's probably what happened. You told me something going on. I was like, oh yeah, but it yeah, it's but, it's just. This has been kind of a thing, Mark. I know, I know you have some opinions. I'm. Let me say this first. I do not agree with every single opinion here. I'm letting Mark say his thing. I have my own opinions on things. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay. I guess I don't want to get dragged into this. 
I'm kind of staying out of it, but Mark, I'm going to let you have the floor on this one. Right. Okay. Right now we are two days. Like at the time of filming this, we are two, like less than 48 hours away from when Vermillion County is supposed to hit the ice at Davis Palmer Arena in Danville. Where the hell is anything with this team right now? That's the that's my first thing. I know the arena is fucked up a lot. You know, I'm just going to be real blunt with saying that. The arena is the main one at fault here. But the team is not really doing much, at least, at least not saying much publicly. For me to be like, Hmm. For me to be feel safe with this team, like at all, like the the I've I checked their Facebook page before uh, going live tonight, and the most recent things they've talked about was just that their hockey office is open for season ticket holders to pick up tickets, and last week was the big old FAQ, which I'm sure you've seen too. About yeah, we talked whole, about that on the podcast. Yeah, that's it. That's it on their Facebook page. That is it. No player mentions nothing. I know that there was. Let me interject here. They have not exactly been super uh, interactive on social media. I think part of that is due to, I know that there was some comments that I think they were a little iffy on some stuff. And then, um, there was also basically kind of they had to like couldn't say anything because of, of some filings, from my understanding. So that could be a factor that's still playing a, a part here. So I'll say that. But also currently they own like even looking at uh, league prospects, there is still only two players signed for the Vermillion County Bobcats, and they play in less than forty eight hours. Where are pro- the no no okay. Here's another thing. Elite prospects is, is not on the ball 100% always with that. Well, there's a no. Like, slow, that's the only two so. that, uh, no, no. I'll say this. Those are the only two that have been publicly known. Like, yeah, where? That, I mean, that's, well, hold on. I can, no, I think I can go to the SPHL side right now and I can go pull up a roster. Hold on. Because teams, Vermont County, uh, team, roster. Here we go. Yeah, they have a whole roster right here. It's like, we shouldn't like just look at elite. I'm not elite looking. Prospects. At, no, you know what? No, I'm looking at the SPHL website right now. There is nothing. Yeah, I'm. Oh no! Wait, oh, that's. Hang on. 2022, 2022. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. Oh yeah, it's not updated. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Well, for Vermillion County, that is. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So that, I was looking. At I can be fair. Peoria has nothing, which is weird. But yeah, so they haven't updated the rosters. So. But like okay. this. But here's the thing. There's, those are the only two publicly known players. Is uh. Well, okay, it's, just because well, it's elite prospects, you know, it's not it's like but no, it's a very reliable resource, but it's not like always on the ball. But no, 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 I'm saying publicly announced. This is from over the entire offseason of the Vermillion County Bobcats of what they announced on their own social medias. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I remember, and I and I know this because I've been trying to keep up. And half the and most of the damn summer, they've just been talking about dirt track racing. Bobby Pierce. Yeah, I I know, but. Again, I feel like there's this has kind of been a tumultuous off season uh, for the team. So I don't think social media has been their number one prerogative. You can argue if that's correct or not, but um, I they're, 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 I think they got. I'm, I'm I would be shocked if like you know last year when they had their first whole ice ice issue um, that was um, they had a team by then, and I, I think it was like a week ahead notice. Like it's when we got the first notice of. Hey, we got to postpone the games. So, 
Let be fair. Is, there, is there any issues that we would have known already? I'm actually, uh, I'm, I may actually say something else regarding Vermillion County, but like, like I said, the team, while the arena is definitely the one mainly at fault here, the team is not faultless. There are certain things that need to be done, especially on a public and and as well as on a public level, that has not been done. All they've been. Oh, you know, I just got the green light to say something. Okay, well, go and say it. So, recently, Greenland County had a free agent camp. I know that they had a free agent camp. They signed nobody from that free okay. agent camp. Okay, yeah, if I heard about that, look, it's not a big deal. But the thing like, is, though, that here's the thing that may, but, but given the fact that there's no, like, there's only two publicly no players to be signed to this team. And they signed nobody from the free agent camp. That looks really, really suspicious. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 Mark. No, it's no. I, I'm sorry. This doom and gloom stuff with like with. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just being realistic regarding the situation. No, and no, it's doom and gloom, Mark. Come on, like seriously. It's not, like look. Where are the, like, I just I just want more clarity. I just want more clarity from. The oh team. yeah, I, I would love like for Familiar County like to have like a bunch of clarity, but I don't think we're getting that right now because of their situation. Well, the thing is though, they, that shouldn't be an excuse. I'm sorry, that shouldn't be an excuse. We need more clarity. <sighs> Oh, you mean, yeah, they probably should have, like, you know, a social media team just like, well, at least not a team, but like a person just like every day posting a clip or something. But like, we need, like, tell, like, they're signing. I mean, another example. Like, there's players signing. Mark, here's an example Quad City Storm, they don't have a roster uh, yet. And of course, we've seen every single day they're posting stuff. That's, yeah. I, like, I, mean, I just want that, like, something, something that tells us, hey, here's another player. Like, like, if you, if you have signed some, if you have signed a player, let the public know. Like, don't hide behind Magic Curtain and be like, hey, nobody here. Like, the same Wizard of Oz. Yeah, oh. look, I, I'm agreeing with you, but the issue is I think you're being a little too down right now. Look, I'm sorry, but with the team situation as it is, I don't know how to be up. I think that's the issue. With the current team situation in Vermillion County and the arena situation, it's hard to even say anything positive with with them right now. It's it, that's the thing. I I would love to be seeing their praise. I would love that because here's the thing. I I found it one thing kind of funny whenever they joined the, the league. But I wanted them to thrive. I wanted them to you know be in this league. I wanted them to have some success. Not only is this not success, this is the definition of failure on both parts. On both the arena and the team itself, there's yeah. failures through across the board. Look, 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 Mark. I think, I think I, I'm going to kind of step in here. I has has the team made its own mistakes in the, this off season when it comes to social media lackness marketing? Uh, that, that just nothing there, hundred percent. But I think we need to look at also. There's been a ton of you know entire lawsuit filing going down. There that they they had their own little they've had been having five basically off seasons with the arena, so I think we need to cut a little slack. Here. The thing that, that's my but, thing. But the thing is though, it's TikTok, TikTok. Fans who are apparently like whoever sees the ticket holders do not know really the team that they're cheering for right now. There's only two. Again, that's the thing that I'm kind of like stressing on. There is only two publicly known players signed to this yeah, team but, right now. Yeah, I know, Mark. But it's it's something like I think we're gonna again. 
I think we're we're kind of going a little too hard on. I think I think probably Friday we'll find out our roster and then we'll kind of have an idea about things. But which sucks. But I, I again I'm going to I'm going to kind of be the one that's uh, that's going to kind of defend the but, team here and say, look, I I, I think we got to kind of back off a little bit. It's just more so their need like. So don't have to wait till Friday. How about that? That that's my main. That's thing. A, that's a fair criticism. That's that's what I'm saying. But I but I'm also saying, look, you know, we also got to look at the other side. So, like, like I've had like I've also had like weeks to build this up too. Like I've been having because I while I may have been away on sabbatical and on vacation, I've been keeping up with everything. Yeah, that's true. You you also didn't get to say your piece on the, uh, Thursday when we recorded with Chris. That's so. thing like. What the arena did was fucked. Outright, it was fucked. There's a there's people that deserve to be fired and are, and honestly, there probably should probably still be more people who are fired. Oh but, yes, very much. And but it, I'm just basically saying the team is not faultless in this either, because you say everyone's pointing fingers at the arena as they should, but don't forget to point fingers at the Bobcats because they're. I was trying to give this team the benefit of the doubt most of this offseason. Most of this offseason, I've been trying to give them, like, okay, you know, this is that's going on, you know. But, I mean, the, hopefully everything will be fine by, you know, September or something, or by October even. And nothing. It, it, I, I, I expected it to, but the Bobcats to do more, and then they didn't. And now it just feels like they're almost doubling down on the legal stuff. And. As a onlooker, as somebody who, it, it, it's hard to even say anything positive and be any sort of positive about this team's future. Mm. All right, like, I, I think we're kind of getting into a circle here when it comes to everything. But, I know, I know, but like that's I'm just basically saying like why my mind is at where it's at. I, again, understandable, but I, I just I, I think I think you're correct that there's both sides do have some faults, uh, but I think Arena is kind of the more of the issue. I think the team definitely should have been a little more active marketing wise, social media. But look, it's some teams are also having kind of no rosters put out there, so I don't think it's exactly you know just the Bobcats. All right. So speaking, speaking of, of SPA, yes, speaking of. Uh, Teams in the SPHL that we think are going to do shit. Let's talk about SPHL predictions with the SPHL season starting tomorrow. Let's talk about where we think the SPHL teams are going to end up. Okay. Uh, so we'll just go down where the standings are right now. This is, of course, going to change by the time you listen, um, unless you listen Thursday morning, <laughs> bright and fresh. But so, number one, Peoria Riverman. Mark, you're Riverman's fan. What do you think? Okay, I know before the podcast I was looking at something and I was kind of upset that they aren't number one. But you know what? I would – you you have them at number one? No, I'm just looking at the SPHL standings. We're going to go down from there. Oh, you're looking at the SPHL standings. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rank them um, uh, at the end. I, I, I kind of have my own little ranking. For me, but... I put them at number two. Okay, they've that's lost... very fair to where I have them, yeah. That, the thing is they've lost a couple pieces, but they also – but to be fair, they are now higher than what I would have put them, say, even a week ago. Because now they've gotten Alec Bear back, which is huge. The fact they've gotten Alec Bear back from I from ECHL Iowa, oh boy. That that, that definitely uh adds an extra jolt to the offense. 
Yeah, I, I think Peoria's thing. Like, I, I know this is this this is a weird season for them. Uh, I know for both the front office and for like the team itself. So, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, but with the Peoria team, you can never really look down on them. I think you got to go with at least top three. Yeah, that's like the thing is they have a lot. Like, there's a few pieces like Marcel Gobau, uh, Lord Anthony Grissom, who are gone now, and they're off to like better teams. You know what? Fair enough. We don't have Jack Barry anymore, and that's fine. You know, he's off to the freaking top league in the UK. That's awesome. Um, but the thing is, this is there's one thing I've always put Trudell on a pedestal with, and that's his player scouting. And given I've looked at the the players that he has signed to training camp, oh boy, uh, he he's doing some work. And given that we still have quite a bit of the core from last year. We it's gonna be the Rivermen aren't going down. They're they're gonna definitely try to defend this title. Yeah, that that's something that they're also going to have to kind of face. But uh, moving on to our next tank, uh, team, Pensacola. Uh, interesting offseason for them. Uh, kind of your thoughts before I give mine. Uh, Pensacola, they're a team in flux right now. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I definitely wouldn't put them in. I don't think I'd put them in the top four right now. Definitely, I'd put them in the playoffs, of course. Like, I'm not going to say they're outside of the playoffs. I'd probably put them... Hmm, I'm trying to think. Let's see here. I have not... I like the point. I have not put down, like, my actual standings yet. So, I'm, like, actually thinking about this kind of mainly on the fly. Uh, I'd probably put them at, like, six. Hmm, yeah, that that's... I'm I'm looking at mine. You're very uh, we're very similar on that. So this I think flux is a very good word uh, when describing kind of what I think the season is going to be. I think middling, uh, putting them around the middle is a very good option when looking just kind of like at this roster. Against the SPHL, the roster can look completely different compared to the start of the season. Yeah. So that's something we also need to keep in mind. But yeah, uh, I think six is very fair for this Pensacola Ice Flyers team. Uh, Roanoke, uh, made it again, barely scraped into the playoffs and then, uh, made it all the way to the finals, losing to Peoria. Um, another team that feels like they've lost a lot and I'm not sure how they're going to exactly go from there. And that's the thing with them. They already lost a lot and they only, and remember the whole thing with them is that they were eight seed. They were the eight seed and they made it to the finals. Yeah. And the fact that they lost a good bit of their core. I know they got a couple players back from the ECHL and you know and everything, but I can't rate them higher than like I'm gonna put them seven. Hmm. Roanoke at seven. I I don't have them at seven. We'll get to that at the end, but I think we're kind of similar. Again, this is a team. I feel like they're probably gonna hang around. I think they make the playoffs 100. It's just kind of. What's like? How high can they get before like they stop? I think I think there's a limit to their to their ceiling. I'm just trying to figure out where that is. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is gonna be an interesting one, Megan. Ten. That like they are not Vermilion County bad, but out of the other every other team, uh, yeah, no, they're. I'm not really gonna say they're gonna be any better than last season. Oh, buddy, we're going to have a difference of opinion when it comes to Vermillion County. But, yeah, Macon, um, 
Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm. I think that I think this is going to be another rebuild year. Uh, good luck, guys. Uh, enjoy another um, fifteen and uh, like forty-five team <laughs> because yeah, I don't see it. Uh, I do not. Uh, good luck. That's all I can say uh, when it comes to uh, that making mayhem team. Uh, all right, five favorable marksman. For me, I put them. Let's see. Four. Okay, I'm not super high on this marksman team. Just me. Uh, they do have some names back, like Jason Pawlowski, who good, good bringing back him. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of, I'm looking at some names. I don't recognize super a lot. It looks like they're bringing a good chunk of their core back, but it's like. Uh, Fav- I, I'm like, I'm- the favorable teams aren't very successful, but they could typically hang around around that area, around the three to five area. I don't see it. I, I think you're going to be it- kind of surprised. I kind of got them low. Yeah. I, yeah, I got them like playoffs out low, low, low. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Number six, Evansville Thunderbolts. The. What? These, I'm oh. gonna put them at five. Ooh, five. Okay, I, I, yeah, we're very similar on Evansville. Then I think this is a team that everyone's kind of got a dark horse kind of feeling about them. Is that yeah, a fair like they, yeah. they they tried to make some noise last year, but then kind of faltered. I think maybe this year they're gonna have a bit, a bit more of a leg, and they're gonna surprise a few people. Yeah, the, the dark horse energy completely surrounding this team. I mean. Like they're a team like I'm kind of scared Huntsville like could kind of lose to. Uh, we're talking about Huntsville, of course. You know, there's been not, you know big big week really uh, when it comes to that team, but it's like mm, team that kind of scares me. All right, Quad City Storm. I think this is like everyone's northern team. Like they're kind of interested to watch. I'm playing I mean, them number one. Oh, I they're my. They're, I'll go into I'll go and spoil something. They're my number two. I mean. Mm, this is gonna be a good team. Yeah, I've yeah. already I said this on a previous previous podcast. They are my pick to win the whole dang thing. And I put them as my as a finalist. Remember, like we we are like we're high on Quad City. So, they here's the thing. Yeah. Remember, here's the thing. They were one game away from likely winning the cup this past year. Because let's be yeah. real, they probably would have gone through the dogs as well. Yeah, they would have. So it's like. If if they can get through a Peoria team, if they, if they can get through someone like Console, who we'll talk about in a second, then yeah, like that's that's going to be a, a really uh, a really interesting look at, at kind of everything and uh, what's going on. All right, anything I know, and you know, I'm just real. It's what I did. I know a lot of SP diehards are not going to be happy with a top two being of two northern teams, <laughs> but I mean. Come on, these two teams right now. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Number eight, Vermillion County Bobcats. I know, like I, like we were talking about earlier, we don't exactly have an idea about the roster, but I'm going to kind of I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to little do a little uh, disruption here. I'm going to spoil something else. I have them as number seven. I feel like with everything going on, this could be a team that has that underdog energy. And they are willing to go in, and they're willing to make some noise. I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs, but I think they're going to make the playoffs their second year, one hundred percent. They are, they are definitely not bringing underdog energy with me. The only thing dog with them to me is dog shit. 
They are absolutely. Oh, that, that's mean. That's, that's mean. To me, I think they're going to be eleven. They're going to be at the bottom again. Maybe not. No, as, maybe not that. as bad as last year, but they are going to be at the bottom. You're just giving them locker room material because you want that iron dog energy, don't you? No, it. that's no, no. I'm look. How can I give them anything higher than eleven when I don't know more than two players on them? Mm. Come on, all like right. You got like that's the thing. <laughs> Let's not do this again, Mark. Okay. All right, number nine, Huntsville, my team, of course. Um, I am high on them, of course. Uh, Mark, I want to in a second. We'll talk about. I want to hear your reaction to the Glenza Tulio news. I am saying it one last ride. I think the core of this team is going to retire after this. I haven't been told that. This is just my opinion. I think this is the one last ride. I think I think it's a ringer bus for this team. I think this team's going to be number one. I think they're going to go out and they're going to win a ring and they're going to let everyone go out on a high note with this. I mean, they, they, this is a team that has a already scary core. They're, they're making some really good signings. I, I don't think there's any other way you can have this team as your number one or your number two. I mean, I have them number three. Yeah. Oh, come on, Mark. Well, here's the thing. I already put Peoria and Quas, like, I already put Quasi's one, Peoria's two. They are number three. Okay, well, we'll explain that, and then also your thoughts on the experiment news. Look, I like I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not surprised that Glenn Tulio is retiring. To be honest. Oh, so you heard the summer rumor, also? Yes, I heard it. Uh, like, if that and if that's the case, then I already kind of mentioned this in a, a different area, but the winning uh, numbers for both Trudell and Tulio. Are going to be real interesting if uh, if it just so happens that that's their both their last season's coaching. If if what happened to Peoria happens, because mm. so, they're they are probably the currently top two coaches. Like they're the top two coaches outside of Jerome Bazard, like of Columbus fame back in the day. Like out of the current coaches, these two are some of the winningest coaches in this league has ever had. All right. But what, what's your thoughts on like my, like one last ride kind of feeling with this team? Do you think I'm kind of crazy on that idea? No, no. I, here's the, they're going to definitely be the top team below the Mason Dixie. That's for sure. I, I have no doubt about that, but Huntsville, I, I said, it's going to be a last ride that if, if what we're thinking is going to happen. I do think because, but also with that, there is some aging bodies. There's something that's also a worry for the Peoria as well, because honestly, both of them have had core pieces for certain core pieces for a long time, and those core pieces are start are going to start going away soon. So I, it's going to be a dogfight between Peoria and, and Huntsville for that second spot. All right. Uh, the Knoxville Ice Bears, uh, this has been a team that finally uh, brought in a, an interesting choice in head coach with Brent Clark. I, I have been very positive on that. I, I'm thinking about it, though. I've been thinking about it. I'm not exactly sold on this team making the playoffs. I, I put them at number nine. Uh, wow, I won't feel as bad for where I put them. Though. I put them at eight. Oh, wow. So we're, we're kind of similar on them. I think this is going to be kind of like a, a first-year kind of building block uh, season. I think we both agree on that. But here's the thing. I'm going to point this out. They could absolutely pull a rail yard dog. Because remember, because here's the thing. This team, for, for fans of SPHL who don't know, there's a lot 
from the head coach to certain new players. There's a lot of people from this past season's FPHL champions and the Watertown Wolves. I've even joked that this is basically Knoxville Wolves or the Watertown Ice Bears. And if they get into the playoffs, they could cause some damage because they oh, have yeah. experience. So that's where, honestly, me putting them at eight does not mean they're going to be taken lightly because if they make the playoffs, I think they could absolutely at least make the semifinals. Oh, I, I think we agree. If the not if the Ice Bears make the finals, I'm not seeing that though. I think this is a, there's one team that we haven't talked about yet. I think that's going to edge them out. I think Knoxville though, this is going to be an important year uh, for Clark, especially. I don't it, playoffs are bust. I don't think that's exactly true. But I'm interested to see what this team does, and I think everyone else is also with uh, the the new head coach in town. All right, the Birmingham Bulls. I have an interesting thing. I, I, I won't put their ranking out yet, but I think this team is finally going to make the playoffs. I think this team's going to make some noise, and I'm I'm kind of fingers crossed hoping we're going to get kind of another Huntsville-Birmingham uh, playoff series. I think I think they're going to be a good enough team for that, and I'm I'm finally interested to see some good Birmingham Bulls teams uh, back out in, in the Pelham Civic Center. For me, I because there's only one spot for me left, I'm putting them just outside the playoffs. I think Knoxville Knoxville beats them out for that final spot. Birmingham's going to be number nine, and they'll have to go through another spring without any playoff hockey. I'm not saying they're not, I'm not saying that they're bad, but I think Knoxville has, again, I'm going to, I'm probably putting too much stock into the Watertown factor for Knoxville, but the fact that there's chemistry on that team, championship chemistry, it's going to make them a little more dangerous than what people think. Yeah, it, it, that, that is something to kind of look at. But I, I'm, I, uh, I, I, I'm got to go with this team finally making the playoffs. I think so many seasons, basically since 2019, no playoffs. I, I think it's finally got to be a season where, all right, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to, we're going to kind of, kind of break that ceiling of you can't make it into there. So that at least that's my hope. I, I want to see Birmingham back in the playoffs and trying to. Uh, get back in there. All right. So my total, my standings, my predictions. Uh, I'm going to go up uh, from 11. So 11, Macon, 10, Fayetteville, 9, Knoxville. So those are the three teams I think they're going to miss the playoffs. Eight is Birmingham. Birmingham. Seven is Vermillion County. Again, I got that underdog Vermillion County. Marcus Amini. He hates me. He hates uh, me. He hates Vermillion County. Yes, you do. All right, shut up. Uh, six, Pensacola. Five, Roanoke. Four, Evansville. Three, Peoria. Two, Quad City. And then one, Huntsville. I'm high on Huntsville. One last ride, baby. Let's get this ring. And you know, I crazy? Go, now go through mine one more time as well from 11 to 1. Vermillion County, Macon, Birmingham, Knoxville, Roanoke. Pensacola, Evansville, Fayetteville, Huntsville, Peoria, and Quad City. Quad City winning mm. that coffee. And yeah. probably, honestly, in my opinion, probably also the President's Cup. Well, so. we're, we're, we're at least very close on uh, when it comes to finalists uh, on such a thing. All right. Well, uh, I guess I, I think I've already kind of given my opinion on your list. What do you think about my uh, my choices? 
again, I am surprised that you would. Uh, I don't know. Knoxville, I can't see Knoxville really missing the playoffs just because there's talent on that team. And I think this team, I think, will show like the Fed is not exactly a bad league. They're going to show that, at least compared to SPHL, like there, there's some players on this team that I do not, I'm not going to enjoy playing against if I'm, say, even Peoria. Um, Evansville is definitely. Uh, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised that we both have Evansville kind of like in the middle of the pack there, because man, like I, I don't know what it is. Like I just have that because you have that feeling too. It's just like it's not even the fact that I'm not even sure if they're like that good, but there's so much intermingling in that area, like between the teams, where it's like I could see them hitting that spot. Hmm. Everybody can like again. I can't. I, I I'm sorry, but with the current situation, I can't put them anywhere, anywhere above eleven. Like I just can't. Like there's, I don't even know what I'm working with. There's, that's the thing. Like if I knew maybe more information about who's on the roster, maybe I could put them higher. But I can't. I can't with good conscience. Ah, uh, come on. I think you 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 gotta have the undercat energy you got to have the undercat energy when it comes to these vermilion county bobcats like you know they they, they got those they got those cats in them yeah you, you get what i'm going at here mark i'm not getting the cat scratch fever i'm not getting ah uh, uh, man all right uh well i think that just about wraps it up do you have anything else i can't think of anything i'm going to take Let's that, that hockey well. Yes, let's do that hockey. All right. Well, uh, for this episode of Two Minutes for Roughing, uh, please send all your Vermilion County hate mail to Mark. He will love it and read it uh, since he hates Vermilion County with a passion. I do not hate Vermilion County. I want to point this out. Uh, no, no. I want those. I want to nip that in the bud right now. I don't even hate them. I, like I said earlier, I want them to succeed. I want to hurt them. I heard you. I heard you. I, heard I you. want them to succeed. I want them to succeed. I would love if they would succeed. A nearby team to Peoria, another one actually being good and showing certain people in the SP that hey, northern teams aren't bad for the league. And ah, come on, say it, say it, say it. Good night, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. All right. Well, I'm in the minor league rando. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at minor league rando. Find me there. Very simple. And then uh, for Mark, where can uh, everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Prospector Hockey. That's Prospector, H-C-K-Y. And and I'm going to be trying – I haven't done too much lately, but I'll be getting back into the Twitter game as well because, again, last week or so I've been kind of getting back into the swing of things. So – and with SPHL – and ECHL hockey right around the court. FBHL started this past weekend. And AHL as well. Myron Pro Hockey 22-23 is here. And we got several months of fun, exciting action coming. Wait, hang on, hang on. Did I hear a cat? Yes. All right, tell tell the cat why do you hate the Bobcats. I don't hate the Bobcats. Good night, everybody. All right, good night, guys. We shall see you next week.